Welcome to Conversations from the Edge of Consciousness. I'm your host, Christine Madeira. For me, and possibly for you, the inner world of consciousness has always been much more real and way more fun than the so-called real material world. Growing up, I thought I was alone in this, but I'm not. There are a lot of us, and far too many have no one to talk to who shares this experience. I've been lucky to cultivate a community of friends who love to talk about the energies, ideas, and vibrations that are pushing the edges of our own consciousness, as well as our collective consciousness. In Conversations from the Edge, we share our conversations with you. Welcome to Conversations from the Edge. This is your host, Christine Madeira. We're here today with Lisa Barnett, and Lisa is the international best-selling author of The Infinite Wisdom of the Akashic Records and From Questioning to Knowing, 73 Prayers to Transform Your Life. Her brand new book, Awaken to Your Life Purpose, Understand Your Soul Plan, will be available soon. So Linda is the founder of the Akashic Knowing School of Wisdom, where she specializes in teaching you to access personal soul wisdom and guidance to transform your life working directly with your soul's plan and support of the Akashic Record Keepers. Lisa offers Akashic readings and quantum healing sessions to clear old soul contracts, heal trauma, release karma, and vows, and to help individuals align with their soul's path. Welcome, Lisa. It's great to have you here. Thank you, Christine. I'm always excited to converse with you and (laughs) share this wisdom. So thanks for having me on. Absolutely. So, You and I know a lot about the Akashic Record, but not everybody does. And so can you give us just a little thumbnail of what the Akashic Record is and how it is part of the traditions of lots of different traditions, basically? Mm, Absolutely. So the simple definition of the Akashic Records is that it is the recording of your soul's journey throughout all time space continuum. Mm-hmm. So when we individuate from source in the very beginning, our recording starts. And so there is a very, very long, right? Forever mm-hmm. sort of recording of who you are and what you've been in other planets, planes and dimensions. And of course, all of our lives here on earth. Mm-hmm. And so this information is so useful to us in so many ways. And I know we'll dive into that. But the truth is, each and every person has their very own Akashic library, and their very own personal Akashic librarians, who I often refer to as the record keepers, or sometimes we'll just call them the beings of light, but they're specific Mm -hmm in the Akashic realm. So I think one of the interesting things that people often will ask me about is, are they my my guides, my healing masters? Are they ascended masters? Because there are Akashic masters, but Mm -hmm. they're not ascended masters. They're not any other type, (laughs) right, Uh of, of guide. They truly are souls that individuate from source. They move into the quantum field of source energy of Akashic records, Mm -hmm. and they're there to help us and support us through this journey. So um, they're not our, you know, anybody we know who's crossed over or (laughs) anyone else, right? Because I think that's a specific job. To as our as a guide in the Akashic record, correct, right? You know, they're not angels; they're not anyone else. And so, I think the interesting thing is in in a lot of ways is that 
many of us speak to, you know, we have our intuition, we speak to our angels, some of us have some sort of um, other kind of guide, or some people channel different, you know, energies. Mm -hmm. But these beings of light are, are very specific to helping you understand your soul's plan and all the lives you've lived here on earth so that they can assist you in making, you know, this one easier and so that you can <laughs> understand it. And also what I love is we can do a lot of healing in the Akashic records. The Akashic record is talked about a little bit differently in different traditions, but like the book of life and, and other traditions have names for what is basically the Akashic record. So this is something that's well founded in the tra in traditions around the world and in indigenous and in traditional societies around the world. Is that true? Right. Absolutely. So of course the word Akash or Akashic, what mm -hmm. Akashic record stems from um, is a Sanskrit word and it actually translates to sky or ether. And so mm. of course your Akashic records are stored in right? The, the etheric energy of source and, mm -hmm. you know, yes, throughout time, um, they're mentioned in, like you said, the book of life. Um, there are some references in Hebrew traditions and of course, in other, um, religious traditions, because the Akashic records have always, always been here. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, kind of the interesting thing was that the, the record keepers told me many years ago when they asked me to help bring this information back to humanity, I was like, Nick, what do you mean bring it back? And they said, we pulled the energy away from Earth during the Dark Ages. So mm -hmm. about a thousand years ago, they said, mm -hmm. people are misusing this information oh. for their own gain. Mm hmm. And so they pulled the energy away because people were using it to win wars, find other other people's money oh. or gold or um, jewels, whatever it was, right? To, Interesting. To get, yeah. So so because we had a lot of access to some of these um, this type of information, people were misusing it. So they said, "Okay, humanity is not in a place right now where they can, <laughs> you know, where they can use mm -hmm. this in integrity." And so we will remove it from um, from the human realm. And yeah. so the only people who could access it, really, between about a thousand A.D. until very recently, nineteen probably sixties, they started to mm -hmm. consciously bring the energy back. And, and when they asked me to help bring this energy back, to re-anchor it back on earth, mm -hmm. they said that um, this is time as we're moving into this new age, this age mm -hmm. of Aquarius that we're now starting to move into. Um, they said this is the time where people will be awakening and can reuse this information um, to support them. Wow. I had never heard that. That is amazing and fascinating. I have one more question before we dive into the, the soul plan, soul path of the Akashic record is, you know, when you talk about how the Akashic record is our soul's um, history throughout all like space, time and dimension, you know, oftentimes we confuse the art, like us as a personality with us as a soul. 
And so with each, you know, incarnation or anywhere that we are, we, we have our own unique personality. We have our own, you know, unique circumstances. We have our own unique views and context that, that we're living in, but we have this soul energy that is the underlying energy of everything. So can you help explain a little bit about uh, the, the distinction between like the, the soul that travels infinitely and the experience of different times and places that that soul has in incarnation? When we originally individuate from source, we are really a huge, huge soul. And as we're traveling through some of the um, the galaxies, the worlds, the, the dimensions that are really out there and that mm -hmm. most of us have had experience, a lot of experience in, um, we're in that kind of bigger vibration of this whole soul. And then as we start to come down into some of the other planets and, and um, uh, Earth, we actually only a smaller aspect of the soul. And so mm -hmm. sometimes that's called, you know, we have the over soul, which I would say is that that bigger, complete whole soul. And then there are many, many, many aspects of us. So if you imagine that, that um, the way the record keepers showed it to me, that was very kind of um, visual, because I'm very visual, is if you just look at, at your hand, open up your hand, look at your palm, if you mm -hmm. imagine the palm is the oversoul, and all your fingers are aspects of you having lives in different places, planes and dimensions. And got so, it. Okay. Right. So you put your mm -hmm. two hands together and now you've got a big soul and you've got 10 aspects, but it would be, you know, times hundreds or thousands. I don't even know how many aspects we have at the same mm -hmm. time. And as we start to understand um, that there is no time and space, so everything is always happening in the now, that means mm -hmm. that there are probably thousands and thousands of aspects of us having lives in different places and dimensions. And then there's that whole big oversoul mm -hmm. that keeps us all connected. <laughs> so all um, right. it, it, it goes very big. But when we start to think about that is the infinite aspect of who we are, and that we really are doing a multitude of things in different worlds and planes and dimensions. Mm -hmm. Um, but before we come here into a physical body, and really we make a contract when we come to earth, the soul makes a contract with the physical form. Mm -hmm. And that's what comes together and creates that aspect of more the personality is right. the contract between the soul and the body. Okay. So now that we know what we're working with as a individual with a soul in the Akashic Record, what does it mean to work with the Akashic Records with your soul plan? Like what is a soul plan and, and how do we live or, or not live our soul plan? What is that? How does that work? So before we're born, before we embody, mm -hmm. we literally write a plan because we are these huge ancient souls. And we say, I want to go back to earth and do this and I want to do that and I want to support these people and I want to share these gifts and I want to learn about this aspect and so we come here for a reason mm -hmm. and we make a plan around it right so before you're born you say um, I am going to write 
sold contracts with 25 or 50 people Mm -hmm. to support them to possibly, you know, to be their child, to have, have them as children, to be their significant um, partner. Many of these sold contracts have kind of, um, an intention to learn about something to learn and grow as a soul. Mm -hmm. And so often I say, you know, we have support contracts and we have contracts that have karma attached. And of course, Mm -hmm. you know, karma in the records is not about being punished, right? You don't Mm -hmm. have that life with that challenging person because you were bad or you were wrong or you're being punished. It's because you as a soul said, I want to learn about that challenge. I want to understand that aspect of humanity. I want to grow and and be the love and the forgiveness and the more expansive soul who can help take what I've learned and share it with other people. And so those challenging, and I think it's important to realize those challenging um, relationships that many of us have, if not mm-hmm. all of us have, um, mm-hmm. are often written because we as souls wanted to learn and grow and share that wisdom. So it actually is part of our soul plan. It's part of often what people think of as a purpose. All right. So if like, say we were wanting to go into the record and what would, would we go in to discover more of our soul plan do to shift and change the soul plan to like, what kinds of things do we work with with the Akashic record when it comes to working with our soul plan? So what I have found is that, you know, after working with tens of thousands of clients over all these years, I find that people come to me often because they are having Um, challenges in relationships. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's a childhood relationship. Sometimes it's with a parent. Sometimes it's around trauma or some, you know, some form of childhood or, or adult trauma. Sometimes it's around abuse, but they're always around relationships with other people. Mm -hmm. And then that's a big one. And of course, things like money, abundance, um, and purpose are all important. And Of course, we can learn a lot, heal a lot, transform a lot when you have an Akashic Record reading with a good reader who knows how to heal. But I love to teach people to access their own Akashic Records because for most of us, transformation is a lifelong process, Mm -hmm. right? And so Mm -hmm. we can learn to have these conversations with our own personal Akashic Record Keepers And we can ask, what was I thinking when I picked this family, right? What did (laughs) I want to learn? What, what have I learned or is Mm -hmm. it complete or are there more lessons to learn? And again, these are not a sit down and have a 20 minute conversation and, you know, and you're done, right? It's, Mm -hmm. it's a process because when we realize that we chose these challenging um, people to be born to or to marry or to even have as children, it's a process that we've usually been in for, you know, many lifetimes, right? Mm -hmm. So we've been working on this challenge for more than one life. We try every aspect so that we can really get really get it, you know, really grok it in this very Mm -hmm. deep level. So it's not, 
just two sides of a coin. It's almost more like if you were looking at a cut stone that has many, many, many facets. We literally try all of these different facets of any kind of challenge mm-hmm. so that we can learn so clearly to heal it for ourselves and to really often to help other people with a similar kind of challenge as we go forward in the world. And so we really come to grow as a soul, right? Mm-hmm. Because we are so infinite. Otherwise, we'd just be kind of, um, you know, like vacationing in the in the realm somewhere, which, <laughs> which sounds like a lot of fun, but I mm-hmm. think we do quite a bit of that also. Um, but when we come into this earth dimension, it really is about growth and and remembering the truth of who we are, moving back into that unified field of one. I, I, I sometimes will tell clients that according to their Akashic records, they wanted to kind of be a spiritual teacher, maybe mm-hmm. not just a healer, but really be a teacher. And often people are like, I don't know how to do that. That's like way too big. Mm -hmm. But when we think about it, it's like teaching can be having a conversation with a friend who's having a really challenging um, relationship. Maybe they've married someone who's kind of um, emotionally abusive and they need your support and you can help them to see the relationship in a different sort of way and help them to maybe make um, a new choice, maybe see a new choice so that they can choose something new or different for themselves. And that one conversation, or maybe it's 10 conversations because it's a good friend, Mm -hmm. is transformational. That literally is your being the spiritual teacher or the teacher or the healer in that sort of way, because you're able to have worked through this, understand it in such a deep level that you can share this information or wisdom with one person or 10 people or a thousand people. It doesn't matter the number. It matters that you've understood and can see and transform that old, um, feeling of being a victim into being uh, moving into being the 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 healer, the teacher, the person who is um, now able to share their wisdom to being the wise woman or wise man who is able well, to share their wisdom. Yes. And that, you know, that brings up a, another piece of this, how we differentiate the Akashic record purpose from what we think of as purpose in our modern life. Because oftentimes mm. when we think of purpose that way, we think of like profession. We think of what is my purpose to turn into a job, to be here on earth. Um, and, and we think of purpose in that way. And we also then think of life from kind of a utopian sense in, in that, well, I'm supposed to have a good life. I mean, that means that I'm supposed to have a, a family and I'm supposed to have a, a lucrative career and I'm supposed to have lots of money and I'm supposed to hit all these markers that we uh, value in our surface world that are a different kind of purpose and a different mm. kind of um, 
function of life than right. we get in, in the Akashic Record purpose, where it's about, like you, you said, about bringing your, your teaching forth or to, about, about doing life in a particular way, about being a particular person within your life, no matter how you express that through your work and through your family and things. So can right. you just speak a little bit to the difference um, between that? Because I think oftentimes we just try to tie those two together as one, and it makes right. it very frustrating. I agree. So I often just say what the Akashic Record Keepers have said to me, which is your purpose is to complete your soul's plan. Mm -hmm. It's not about a job, right? Mm -hmm. It's definitely, you know, not a job (laughs) description. And one of the things they say is, is that most of us have at least, say, three to six purposes Mm -hmm. and Another way to think about that is that we have brought three to six um, types of gifts or talents uh, with us when we come here that we would also like to share. And so Mm -hmm. sometimes one of those talents is is about parenting. It might be about unconditional love. It may be actually about helping to raise um, other conscious souls, you know, as humans. Mm -hmm. Um, So parenting can be part of our purpose, but it is definitely not part of everyone's purpose. Right. Any more than, say, being a communicator, writing a book, speaking Mm -hmm. about whatever it might be, is everyone's purpose, but it's also many people's purposes. And so um, often, you know, like they say, uh, it, it kind of in that funny way, if you could, if you could complete your soul's plan, you would really complete your purpose in this life. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that is much more about, um, about creating, um, completing the soul contracts that you've written and completing them doesn't mean they all end up, you know, happy and joyful in the end. Sometimes we have a soul contract to be a challenge to another person, Mm -hmm. right? Because they've asked us, can you be the bad guy, quote unquote, you know, in my life so that I realize and learn about this aspect of who I am. So when we can come through and when we can be the unconditional love, the forgiveness, when we can learn to move out of judgment about other people and what they're doing, thinking, saying, acting as in the world, we're really helping um, to hold a space to complete a lot of these soul contracts. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, of course, um, using our gifts and talents and bringing them out into the world in big and small ways. Again, some of us get out there, you know, like you and 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 have a, um, a podcast or a radio show, write books, you know, speak to mm-hmm. many, many, you know, hundreds, thousands of people. And some of us do it one on one. And they're all perfect, right? That's your soul's um, choice. And there is a whole free will aspect, of course, because we're human. Mm -hmm. So, you know, of course, there's not that right or wrong way of doing anything. But learning what we've come to learn, sharing our love, being the support, sharing our talents, um, you know, working through and understanding those traumas that we have to clear and heal those often to share that wisdom with others. All of that is part of what everyone's purpose is. And Mm -hmm. so if you can access your Akashic records and access 
more clarity around what your soul's plan actually is. And again, mm -hmm. it doesn't, the, the record keepers don't say, this is it, A, B, C, D, <laughs> E, right? Again, right, yeah. we are ancient, huge, wise souls. They're complicated. Mm -hmm. and, and this is why I always say, learning to have this, use this empowerment tool, this phenomenal mm -hmm. empowerment tool of the Akashic Records is, will help you to transform your life over time. Yes. Right. So that we can we can um, understand our purposes and connect to them right in their own divine timing. And even, you know, we were speaking a little bit about my third book, which is coming out hopefully soon or just came out. Right. But I always yeah. need to when things don't move as quickly as I would like them, me, the personality, because mm -hmm. I made a schedule. <laughs> I, right. I. Yeah. I the record keepers kind of, you know, laugh at me and say, you know, divine timing, you have to relax back into it and mm -hmm. know that when the time is right, you will have the motivation and it will be almost miraculously complete yeah. because, you know, it's my intention to, to do this, to complete this. Now I say that on one hand, and yet I always like to clarify that in this earth plane, it is so important for us to, to act, you know, when that mm -hmm. timing is right, we can't act right. all the time, or we are just, you know, um, right, the human doers, not the human beings, right. right. So yeah. it's, it's important to let that flow and ebb and flow, the energy of, of rest and meditation and being in our, in our heart and receiving our own information and guidance, our intuitive um, guidance. And, and when it's time and appropriate, right, to do all those things, yeah. sometimes it's very active, like creating a book, lot of work, lots to do, right? But when the timing's ready, then there it is, it, it flows, and it's done, and it's easy. Yeah, and you know, that brings up uh, just two other things that I wanted to just talk about the difference between the human perspective and the soul perspective. So one of them is just what you were saying that the human is a doer and, but also also wanted to iterate that we're so focused on doing, doing, doing to completion. And that when you do, do, do to completion, you don't create space, then there's just not that spaciousness for things to come together um, so that the doing has actual purpose. So I, I know we kind of, we're getting this thing that we need to do from nine to five. And if we do from nine to five, and then for the other parts of our lives that we're doing different things that we'll get this, this certain study progress. But when you're talking about it from the a soul perspective and from a divine timing perspective, um, it's not straightforward like that. It's really about following the motivation and the energy as it flows to being very active during that flow period and then spending those times in spaciousness in rest in rebuilding in can you know contemplative times and meditation and and not have everything be about doing so i just wanted to speak that out loud because it was in my head but then the other piece was really the distinction of the human and the soul from what it means to learn a lesson and, and complete something so from the human perspective we oftentimes bring the energy of lack, bring the energy of I'm not good enough because I haven't completed this, bring this energy of somehow I must be wrong because I haven't mastered this yet. 
So there's always this lack-based posture that we've been taught, really, but that is often part of what we bring from the human perspective to the things that we're sorting out in our life. But from the soul perspective, learning a lesson, because a soul is beautiful, whole, complete, um, expanding, exploring, and learning on and things all the time, the process of learning is, is not a lack to a wholeness. It's something else. So can you talk about a, a little bit about what that is from a soul perspective so that we can maybe open up our energy when it comes to the things that we're learning and dealing with? Right. Yes. So I think one of the important things to realize is that a lot of our um, human feelings around not being good enough or that we're behind or, you know, that somehow we're in the wrong, you know, whatever, all of those thoughts and beliefs that it seems we all have, mm -hmm. um, they honestly are collective patterns that mm -hmm. we've been really uh, kind of locked into for, I think, life on earth. And so it's one of the amazing things that we are working on unwriting, um, reorganizing, right? Often in the records, what I find we can do is to clear old programs because we're often mm. programmed by our parents, we're um, by the other people in our life. And so there's, there's quite a bit of um, energy that I believe is going to change, uh, I pray, profoundly <laughs> over the yeah. next, you know, this nine year cycle between now and 2030, mm -hmm. as we're really rewriting a lot of what's going on on our planet. Yeah. And so um, when we can unhook from all of that fear and doubt and belief that we're not good enough and all of that, that often just holds us back and keeps us frozen from moving mm -hmm. out and moving on to our path that will be very, very useful. So um, what the soul knows and what the soul really kind of sees is that we are, we, you know, we are everything we need to be. We have all of the gifts and talents and actually um, knowledge and information because most of us have had 600 or 800 or more lives here on earth. And so, mm -hmm. you know, it's not like we're newbies. We haven't just yeah. had one life. And so we actually have so much of this information, wisdom, and energy already stored in our Akashic records. And again, one of the great gifts of being able to access your records is to be able to reclaim these past lives where we have done, been able to do um, what we would like to do. So for me, when I when the, the record keepers asked me to write a book and I went into like, I can't even spell, how am I supposed to do that? <laughs> right? Uh -huh. Or am I to do that? Um, I started going into my records and saying, please show me a past life in which I wrote with ease. Please show me a past life in which I was actually a published author. Please show me a past life in which I enjoyed this. You know, kind of thing. <laughs> and so there were, they were all there. And that's just like oh, wow. three lifetimes where I had been an author and I, mm -hmm. I just would reclaim that energy, reclaim that wisdom. And often it's just kind of a, a subtle vibration, but that vibration was of, I've done this. I can mm -hmm. do this. I've got this, right? I've done yeah. it a bunch of other lifetimes. And so it helps us to 
again, unhook um, from our own self-doubt of, you know, how am I going to do that? Am I good enough to do that? Who am I to say that or share that? Or who do I think I am? All of that garbage is mm-hmm. all collective con- unconscious beliefs, collective unconscious and conscious beliefs. Um, So the soul knows you've got this and being able to access that bigger energy because you've already done it. Mm -hmm. And I think it is so important for us to realize we are so much more than just this little person. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And And that we also have the support of our whole, what you call the oversoul, but like the whole, the whole self. And the whole Akashic record, I mean, we, we, are, we are our own local being, but we're a local being with this a massive support system that we really don't even realize that we have. Yes, right. You have a whole library filled with thousands and thousands of books about you and what you've done and who you've been and all those gifts and all those talents and all of that wisdom. And when we can start to access that, And, you know, even though I would say most of us, when we do start to access our soul's guidance and wisdom through the Akash, I I don't think we read a thousand books. It's not overwhelming Mm -hmm. like that. That's why we have these librarians, these record keepers. We can go to them and say, can you show me Mm -hmm. that lifetime where I was a, a published author and that was easy. And then they can pull out three or four of those books and say, here, let's bring that memory, that energy, that wisdom into your body now. Yep. Well, and you know, what I do sometimes I go in and, and I'll just I'll imagine myself in, the, in my library and I'll just ask for, you know, the word or the thing and it, there'll be a little book that pops out and there's just one word in it. And the word is when I see the word, you know, like a recent one was partnership, which was really about coming into something from that, that energy of partnership. And I hadn't really been putting that together. And as soon as I saw that word, I felt that awaken in my body. And so, I mean, it was, and I've, I've done a lot of work in the records, so it becomes easier the more you get in there, but it really can be that simple of going in and, and receiving what you need, not so much from a cognitive level, because we think about a library and like reading things and thinking about them and, you know, and working from a cognitive um, level. But as you talk about like bringing it into your body, that's, it's a non-cognitive level or, or a, a level that works with cognition, but it's that knowing level that you can then, you know, use with your thinking mind. So it's a different way of bringing in information than bringing it in only from the cognitive sense as if you were reading a book from a local library and, right. and trying to bring it in that way. It's much faster and more seamless. And um, I find just like instantaneous mm, um, yes. and then it unfolds. It's amazing. It is. That's yeah, I love that. The word I think that's that's profound. And, and what I'll um, often notice is, I'll get a picture. Like Mm -hmm. I, you know, just like a a lifetime of me as whatever that might be. So Mm -hmm. I might see myself um, in whatever, you know, the date, I'll like, I'll be like, Oh, that looks like maybe that's the 1600s. And I'm a guy and I'm, I see a printing press and I, Mm -hmm. and I see my book being printed. And I'm like, I just see that it's almost like I can step into or bring that energy, that memory into my body. Mm -hmm. So again, it's very, um, uh, almost tactile 
gentle, mm-hmm. you know, less, less, um, you know, less about the thinking or the learning, or it's yeah. like, oh, look at me. I just, I know that's me. I know I did that. Wow. <laughs> great. I can embrace it. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and then I'm kind of over the fear. Yeah. You know, one of the other things I think is, is really a great gift about realizing that uh, we have this library of experience and that we have had hundreds or thousands or more of various lifetimes and various times doing various things is that we have been everything. We've been male, we've been female, we've been parents, we've been children, we've been every race, we've been different cultures, we've been different religions, we've, been, we've had experiences that span the whole human experience. And so it can help us, especially if you have trouble, you know, with a, a particular culture or a particular um, idea or a particular, you know, something else or a gender or something like that to, to go in and say, you know, where have I had a similar experience as this? Because it can help cultivate compassion and empathy and the realization that we have been on every side of every kind of conflict that there is. And to open up to um, the idea that we've, we've all had all these different kinds of experiences and it can help us just become more I don't know, compassionate and open to the breadth of experience that's happening on this planet now with various kinds of people. Mm, I love that. That is so true. And it is so powerful because if we ever think that like, I don't understand that, or mm-hmm. I don't like that, or I could never be that. Go into your records and say, mm-hmm. have I ever been that or done that or acted that way? Yeah. And it's one of the really profound teachings that many of us get when we have a challenge with another person and mm-hmm. the record keepers, we might say, you know, why, why would I again, pick this family or this relationship <laughs> or this, you know, and the record keepers will often say, because you've been that. Yeah. Right. You have been that mm-hmm. not nice person. You have been that emotionally abusive person or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And you wanted to experience it from the other side so that you could truly learn that whole you know, about the whole story, about the whole picture of why people are that way. Mm-hmm. And then we can realize we can be more forgiving mm-hmm. when we say, I get that I've been that way, or I've done something like that. I, I, I understand that, um, that person was say, you know, emotionally abused themselves as a child, and they never learned learned compassion. And so they're just playing out the only thing they've known. And Mm -hmm. and again, of course, in especially abusive situations, I'm like, get out of there and then forgive them. (laughs) (laughs) Remove yourself, you know, from any situations that are unhealthy or dangerous. And then, but when we can see and understand that in a bigger way, it's, I think, much easier for us to um, forgive and to feel compassion Mm-hmm. for the way people are. Because when we can look at ourselves and say, you know, I know I'm not always the nicest person. And that may yeah. be because I've had, you know, this trauma or that challenge or, or this upbringing. And it's not an excuse to keep being that way. It's a way to say, and I know that I've been all sorts of other things in other ways. And now let me forgive myself for, you know, 
being a mm-hmm. not nice person or whatever it was I was being or a jealous person or, <laughs> you know, stuck in victimhood. Let me, yeah. let me change. Let me make a new choice. Let me take a new step. Let me change my mind and, and forgive myself and move forward in a different way. Well, and you've brought up trauma and we're going to talk about that in our next conversation. And so we're going to <laughs> complete this one for right now. Um, and I know you've got some things coming up. You've got your book, you've got a program, you've got, we've got a free gift available. So can you tell a little bit about what these things are? And you'll be able to find links to all these on conversationsfromtheedge.net or in the show notes. Um, they'll be there for you to click on. But tell us a little bit about um, some of the things that you're offering. Absolutely. So this book where I really talk about awakening to your life purpose and understanding Mm -hmm. your soul's plan is my third book, which is coming out. And so that link will be um, there. And, you know, it's always on Amazon, probably all over the world, which is the (laughs) handy thing about Amazon. right? Um, And so you can read this and really go much deeper into understanding all of these, you know, different aspects of what you wrote in your soul's plan. Mm-hmm. And then um, I will um, share my free gift, which is a beautiful journey into your Akashic record guided meditation, kind of a, a beautiful guided visualization. And you get to go into your own beautiful library and meet one of your record keepers and then bathe in the river of forgiveness and receive that beautiful healing energy from your Akashic record keepers. And so hopefully people will be able to download that and enjoy that. All right. And did you have a program coming up? I was trying to thinking I remembered that, but I do. I teach people to access the Akashic records and Mm -hmm. there is a home study program, which people can um, always uh, access whenever you're listening to this, you know, whether it's Mm -hmm. this year or next year. So you'll have that link to access the um, learn to access your own Akashic record wisdom home study program. Okay. Perfect. All right. Well, thank you so much, Lisa. It's been wonderful talking with you and we will be talking again soon. Perfect. Thank you, Christine. Talk to you soon. This is your host, Christine Madera. I hope you've enjoyed this conversation from the edge of consciousness. You can find all our conversations at conversationsfromtheedge.net. You'll also find links to schedule a private conversation with me or any of my friends, as well as tools to help you expand your own consciousness and explore what's possible for you outside the boundaries of your current perceptions. Feel free to use this podcast to start your own conversation by sharing it with friends, on social media, in your blog, or even in your own podcast. And as always, live the adventure of pushing your own edge. It's the most amazing adventure there is.